0: Good evening, my friends. Mrs. Ford here. Let's see what time it is. Nine thirteen. I'm a little late, guys. I'm a little late getting to the pod tonight. Just kind of how my evening shook out. Um, today is Tuesday, March thirty-first. Yes, that's right. You heard it correctly. We are still in the month of March. Can't get rid of this thing. Um. Anyway, I hope you guys are having a good evening. I'm sitting here at my computer, I got a bunch of notes written down, had a nice little day, I'm really sick of the clowns, I could use some sunshine. Um, so I want to tell you guys a little bit about my day, talk about my silver lining, talk about the pod tomorrow, I got a little bit of a surprise for tomorrow on the podcast, and um, I want to talk a little bit about the things that I've been posting to classroom. Okay, my day. Well, guys, I'm not sure if you can relate to this, but my life has really turned into like these really small tasks. Obviously, I'm doing everything I can to keep my classes going. And I really love that part of my day. I try to wake up um, before my kids wake up. And then I work a lot in the evenings from like 8 to 11 on stuff. And, um, but then in the day, like when my kids are awake, the, you know, we don't go anywhere, we go in the backyard. We go for walks, um, but we don't go anywhere. I I think you guys are kind of in the same spot. So like all the things that we used to look forward to, like um, going out, going to the movies, like taking family trips, um, all those are like none of that is happening. I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. So (laughs) the things that we like care about and talk about in this house are really different than they were two weeks ago. And recently there has been, today specifically, the last couple days specifically, there was a lot of complaining going on in my house because we ran out of cookies. Now, I don't know, I've been talking a lot about food on the podcast, but is it just me or has food become like a much bigger deal to you? I don't know. It's like this weird psychological thing, like all of the things that we used to do for fun going out with friends or like going out and buying clothes or whatever all of our all of the things that we did all of our little indulgences no matter how big or small those are gone so now the focus is on food so i ran out of cookies well um, there was almost a mutiny around here but i really don't like going to the grocery store i know i've talked about that already i'd be interested to know what like your family's going out in public Philosophy, your strategy is. But I went recently and I don't want to go again. And I'm trying to get all my groceries delivered, which is a huge challenge, actually. So we ran out of cookies. I said, I don't want to go to the store. But then all these grocery delivery services that I use, nobody can deliver because all the whatever, it's a mess, as you probably know. So then I found this one grocery store where I could email my order. It was not even a grocery store, it's like a market. I can email my order and I could pick it up a couple hours later, which is like huge. Oh my gosh. I've tried every app, the Amazon prime and whole foods. I've tried the target, the Kroger, the everything. So this one finally worked. You should have seen my grocery list for this store. It was hilarious and totally embarrassing. My kids, you know, were like, you know, these are, (laughs) these are all the things I got. I got three packages of Oreos. Okay. That's the cookies that people wanted around here. I got two packages of Kraft Singles. I personally do not like Kraft Singles, but for some people in my house, that is the only type of cheese they want. I got a bunch of boxes of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Now, I'm a big fan of the Annie's macaroni and cheese, but like my son, I don't even know who taught him this. Where did he come up with this? He's like, Mom, Annie's is not the real thing. The real thing is Kraft macaroni and cheese. I think there's like an illegal cancer causing ingredient in Kraft mac and cheese, which is like maybe a big deal, but not in the context of a global pandemic, I guess. But he, so I got a bunch of Kraft mac and cheese. Um, what if we just got ridiculous things that like people kept harping me about. Um, I kept, I keep telling people like, we have to make sacrifices. You can't always have the food that you want at your disposal. Um, and I guess that's kind of true, but at the same time, when once the Oreos got here and the cookie crisis was, was resolved, I know I have eaten more Oreos than anyone else in this house. So I talk about making sacrifices, but really like I, I'm i the one eating all the cookies in the house, I'm sure. Um. So yeah, that was our day. It's like figuring out, tinkering around with how do we get the food we, not the food we need. We have the food we need. How do we get the food we want? such an American problem. Um, but I guess I'm grateful for those small problems because I know there are people out there right now that have much larger problems in their life. And I'm very grateful that I right now, um, those are my biggest issues. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to those funny moments with my family because, you know, we don't know what the future holds for any of us. That was a grim comment. Everyone let's, uh, let's walk that one back. So anyway, we had a funny grocery list. We got all that accomplished, had a great dinner as a fam. And then, um, we tried to watch a movie with my daughter, but I think she's kind of over it. And, um, and that was my day. I think it's going to be warm and sunny tomorrow, which will breathe life into my soul. I swear. I feel like, I feel like the first one, you know, in frozen two, when they go to, uh, they go to the kai what's it called atahalan and the clouds are like trapping them that's how i feel sometimes my son remembers the craziest details he remembered that the main character in how to train your dragon was named hiccup who remembers that he's got a he's great he's got a crazy memory um okay so guys um if you first of all let's just talk about how oh, english 11 So many of you are showing up for this work, and I'm just so proud of you. You know, if you guys feel like you listen to the podcast but you can't focus on school because your life is stressful or whatever, you know, that's okay. But for the people who are participating, I just I'm really pleased to see so many people there in that space, and I'm really proud of the people who are trying. I mean, that's all I can ask of you guys right now in this bizarre time is, is to try. And if you're trying and you can't do it, that's okay. I'm here for you when you are ready to do it. So I'm seeing a lot of people in common lit. Um, it doesn't look like a ton of you guys have done this week's reading, maybe because you all feel like you did it already. Um, but I would really like everyone to watch the video of um watch the video that i put into classroom i thought that video was really cool and it kind of opens up a lot of questions that i have and one thing that i want to talk about tonight is um oh, i know this is going to sound lame i don't care i'm going to put it out there um the topic that i have for you tonight is electives that's right everyone electives so i was thinking a lot about some of your responses that i read on common lit and your reactions to the article and you're correct in saying that like a big problem with native american students being assimilated is that they don't see themselves in their own education. They don't see themselves as main characters, they don't see themselves in their history books, you know, represented in a way that is fair and accurate, and that has a huge that has huge consequences. And A lot of you made that observation and you're absolutely right. Um, And it made me think of how, and I know I talked about this last night, but we don't have a Native American literature class or a Native American history class. Um, I'm assuming it's part of our history classes, but I don't actually know because I'm not a history teacher. And I was wondering what, like, if, even if we, if, I shouldn't say even if, if we offered Native American literature, I wonder if people would sign up for it. Um, I think it sounds kind of cool. And then I started thinking about what literary electives would you guys want to take? And I asked because I really want to know from you, what are the classes or what are the books that you want to be reading that we just don't read? And like, yes. Am I talking about diversity? Yes. But I'm also just talking about I was about to say, I'm talking about books that are more fun than what we read right now. Like, let me throw this out there. What if there was a class called Mysteries and Thrillers, okay? And all we read was like, you know, Stephen King or I'm thinking of Gavin. He always had a good SSR book that like fell in that category. Like what, you know, what if we what if we had a class that was based in reading and writing, but the thing that you read and you wrote were, it it was, it was not classic literature. It was not a research paper, or I should say like, I don't know. I think I, I would still want to do a research paper in my elective, but it would be under the umbrella of the elective topic. Like mysteries and thrillers is an example. What other, what other elective in the category of English would you want to take? So this is theoretical, of course, because the Reality of the situation is kind of sad in that students feel so much pressure to take AP courses that they really tend to stray from electives, and it's hard to get students to sign up for electives, which I totally understand. If you have a dream college and they want to see you taking certain classes, I get it. Um, But in my mind, I often wonder, like, if we we had more electives in the English department, could we – could that also help students do better on things like the SAT or standardized tests because they're actually reading and they're actually writing. And now I think a lot of students in English 11 or other quote required classes, they don't do the reading or they don't try their best because they're just not interested. And of course you guys have heard me say this. I think it's important to pursue something and work hard at something, even if you don't find it interesting because that's real life. But at the same time, this time away from school has like made me really rethink what I do and why I do it. And I just think we need to have more fun. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't work hard or can't work hard, but I'm just wondering, are there ways to have more fun in the school day? And part of me wonders like, what electives would I want to teach or what electives would you guys want to take? Here are some thoughts I've had in the past. I'd love, I really would love to teach a poetry elective. Um, I love poetry. And if you take AP lit, we'll, we'll do a ton of poetry. We don't really do a ton. I don't know if we do any in English 11. Um, but I'm a big fan of poetry and I think that it's so accessible. Like even if you think I'm not a good reader, I don't like books, you can do poetry. There's also a lot more room for like student invention, you know? I mean, you can invite students to write a million different types of poems. I know you're all like thinking about an acrostic poem right now. (laughs) Do you remember the acrostic poem from like sixth grade? But there's way more than that. And it's also a place where people can talk about their own lives and their own experiences without it being like super confessional. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Um, so I, I I love the idea of a poetry elective. I also love the idea of this is my other thing that I thought about is like a student productions class. Okay, so first semester this is this is like a vision. I have this in my hopes and dreams folder in my Google Drive. First semester would be um, learn how to podcast, and then you'd make and produce a podcast, and you'd record weekly episodes, and you'd engage with your audience, and you'd create online content, and Um, that would be first semester podcasting. And then second semester, we would um, plan and produce and perform a live event. So it could be something like live storytelling, or it could be something like um, a slam poetry event. You know, it would be created by the class and everyone would have to participate. Um, But the bottom line is it would be something that we would plan, produce, and perform. So I know right now we have like in the English department, we have video productions and we have the spectator. And we used to have creative writing. Like we kind of have creative writing still, but I wonder, there are so many ideas that I tend to have when I'm away from school. And I have a little bit more time to think. Um, but in those moments, like over the summer, when I had these crazy ideas, you guys like aren't around for me to ask. So it's another thought I've had is more student productions where you guys are creating and inventing and learning, but also creating and inventing a lot more. Um, I also wonder, like, I, I wonder if you guys, if anyone would ever love to take like a women's literature class where we really focus on female authors and writers throughout. Um, I, I would say uh, American history. I'd have to maybe expand that a little bit because I think there's so much there, especially in the 21st century. That you know, this is this is a huge topic for us, right? Um, so I've also thought about a women's literature class. I think that'd be a cool idea. Cause then we could do poetry, short stories, and novels, um, by really strong, powerful, amazing, often not read enough female writers. That would be kind of cool. Um, I know there's a lot I'm not thinking about, and that's where I need you people to let me know. So if you're listening and you can think of something like, oh, I would take a class if it were about blank. Um, let me know. You know, we have a film studies class. SERP teaches it. But I've also thought about like, and I think the history department has talked about this before, doing a class about documentaries. I think that would be a cool class. Um, I don't know what the class is called where we all watch like Netflix shows, but I don't think it's impossible. I'll I'll say that right now. I'm currently watching Joe Exotic and like what, what? I don't even know what to say. Um, I don't know if you guys are watching this or if it's just popular like in the adult world right now, but it is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I mean, it is absolutely bananas. I listened to the first three episodes of the podcast because they're only released every week. And then I had to start the Netflix series because I just had to see these people. It is insane, you guys. It is insane. If you haven't watched this, I mean... It's just, there are just so many things to say about this podcast about this Netflix series. I haven't watched the whole thing. So um, preview it, make sure it's appropriate for you. <laughs> it's about people who have, they call them big cats. So this, we're talking about like tigers and lions and other big cats, people who have big cats in captivity in America, but it is more bizarre than you could possibly imagine. But anyway, my point is like, what is the class where we watch these extremely popular Netflix series or docu-series or whatever you want to call them, and then do something about reading, writing, creating our own? I don't know. So those are my thoughts. Um, Email me, post a classroom. I would say email me. Um, What are your ideas for electives? Okay. If you have a good idea, let me know. Or if you liked any of the ideas that I just said, holler at me, Natalie.forward at BerkeleySchools.org. Pull up your email from your phone right now and send me a short little email. You guys know what time it is. It's shout out time. I have so many names on this piece of paper because I'm shouting out anybody who's shown me love on Instagram, anybody who has done stuff on Common Lit. I'm just trying to get, I want you to know that all these people are, are out there and they're participating. And if you are one of these people, I am so happy to see you. I wish I could see you in person. (sighs) Let's take it from the top. Chevy, Maddie, Adam, Leah, Tessa, Angel, Gage, Wesley, Sydney, Rome, Riley, Lindsay, Sarah, Travis, Seeger, Richard, Tori, Jacob, Xavier, Lilia, Drew, Lexi, Liliana. What is going on, guys? Thank you so much. If I didn't say your name and you have been on Common Lit recently or you've been in my Instagram comments, send me an email immediately yelling at me. Okay. Um, Guys, I've had a great time. I miss you a lot. Please make sure you check classroom in the morning for some more stuff that I want you to read. And I hope you have a great evening. I hope you're all staying healthy. And this has been another episode of English Teacher Radio. Talk to you tomorrow. I'm out.